Welcome back to the Retro Chat Podcast. And joining me now is the reigning and defending NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. He's the UK's own Nick Aldis. Nick, welcome to the Retro Chat. How are you doing? Thank you, Andy. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you. Really good. And uh, thanks for taking the time to join us here. I understand it's quite stormy weather where you are at the moment. It's temperamental. And now I'm just looking outside and now it's um, now it's bright sunshine again. But it's it's sort of that time of year in the southeast in the US. It's like what well, it, you can it's it's hot and muggy and sticky. And then suddenly there's a huge downpour and lightning cracks and it looks like the world is ending. And then 10 minutes later, it's back to summertime. So it's just sort of the way it is at this time of year. Do you know what? It sounds absolutely fantastic. You know what the weather's like here in the UK. Uh, we, we just went through the heat wave a few weeks ago, and yeah. it was you know, about 26, 27 on certain aspects of the country, and we were suffering. So it, it must be great over I there. Would, I would have, I would have gladly taken 26 or 27 Celsius because we <laughs> we we've been sitting around about around the around the high 90s, 100 Fahrenheit mark, which is I think about 32 or three. So wow. It's, yeah but it's you know it's 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 nice except for the fact that we have uh we have quite a big vegetable garden now and obviously we have we have um it's all right if you're outside like we have a pool and stuff like that so it's like it's nice if you're actually enjoying it but then when it's like oh we need to cut the grass or you know <laughs> we need to go take care of the garden and stuff suddenly it's suddenly you're going out oh, this weather is horrible so yes. yeah no, don't do that. Don't do that. Well, before we kick off uh, on the show, uh, sponsored this week by LegacySups.com, Legacy Sports and Nutrition. Check them out if you would like to set your goals, push your limits, and leave your legacy. LegacySups.com for Legacy Sports Nutrition. Um, you've got a busy month coming up because August 28th, 29th, the NWA is back on pay-per-view uh, on Fight in the historic chase for NWA 73 and NWA in power. What are your thoughts going back to St. Louis? We say it well, I mean, it's, yeah, you're right. It has, it's a, it's an incredibly busy uh, time. I mean, I've, I've, I mean, just, just today alone, I've been up since six and, and I haven't been, I, I haven't gone 30 minutes without being on the phone to somebody with something to do with these shows. Um, yeah well but but at the end you know at the end of the day that's that's kind of uh that's the business we're in and um to be in in st louis to go to the chase man you know that when when that opportunity presented itself it it was just we knew it would it, there was going to be a lot of moving parts and we knew it was you know it was going to be tough and then uh and then we're sort of glutton for punishment we sort of doubled it doubled it by saying we should do the girl show at the same time <laughs> you know and so that sort of just added a, an immense amount of uh workload to an already uh stretched team um because look you know we're not it's you know this company is not like many of the others out there uh it's not owned by uh, a big media conglomerate and it's not a big media conglomerate in its own right like wwe for example so um there's a lot of folks uh it, it working for this company who wear a lot of hats and those hats can change on a day-to-day -day basis so um it's been very challenging but uh, obviously like we're happy you know 73 is sold out the girl show is um 
we're into double digits now of tickets remaining for the girls show so we're hoping that's going to sell out too uh and so it, it's it, it's a, it's been a lot of work and uh, and a lot and i'm sure that in this last sort of 10 days it's gonna there's gonna be a whole load of other things that pop up and keep uh you know <laughs> keep challenging us but hey uh it, you know the the ultimate goal is to is to deliver um you know a really memorable show and a memorable night for everyone and and uh man the, to do it at the chase the first time wrestling's been there in 37 years that's um you know that's one of the it's been one of the calling cards i think of my my tenure with the nwa and certainly my sort of run in the last like three or four years in wrestling in general has been this sort of i've been able to be involved with a lot of things that bring back stuff from the past and kind of do it in a new way and you know traditional value modern delivery and um that's a that's a really cool place for me to be in because i feel like it's it's something that carries a lot of significance um you know beyond just winning the day on social media you know beyond just sort of having a few people tweet about it and sort of it, it being oh, okay on to the next thing like it's nice to have stuff that really holds a bit of historical significance is that pressure for you though because obviously you're in the main event of 73 going up against trevor murdoch for for the championship and you said there earlier the first time in 36 years that wrestling's been back at the chase that's got to be a massive weight on your shoulders going into the pay-per-view yeah I mean, but it's it's the same weight that I've carried for four years anyway. I mean, it's mm -hmm. like the you know the, the 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 whole the whole show, the whole kind of brand, really sort of in its new form, kind of began with with me and Tim Storm. Um, so the good and bad of that is that yes, from the beginning it was like we we put ourselves in a position where where we essentially said you're either going to check this out to watch this title match between tim and i or you're not uh and we just we just kept sort of approaching it like that we didn't make any sort of false promises we didn't uh you know over promise and under deliver we always make an effort to do the opposite or at least i do you know that's always that's always been my philosophy of business um and uh and i dare say that in the next couple of days uh you'll see another really good example of 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 the nwa under promising and over delivering uh on this show especially in light of the fact that like i said it is already sold out mm -hmm. um you know some other stuff will you know will, will come to light in a couple of days that that will be a perfect example of that because there's no more tickets to be sold so now it's just a case of we're just delivering for the, the, the people that have bought those tickets and for hopefully the people that are going to buy the pay-per-views. But yeah, as far as the pressure goes, look, that, that's the, you want you know, if you want to be, if you want to be world champion or you want to be in the main event or you want to, you know, you, you want to make the, you know, you want to make the best money. Like that's, that's the, that's the, that's the price you pay, you know, like that's the, that's the trade-off, you know, like if, if you don't want the pressure and you don't want the stress and you don't want those things, then be, you know, be in the middle of the card. I mean, it's great if you think about the fact you said earlier on that 73 is fully now sold out, uh, which is a testament to the power of the NWA, which back in the, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s was the, the premier 
promotion then disappeared possibly thanks to without going down a history lesson possibly thanks to the death of the territory system the wwf the wwe wcw tna brought it back to a degree for billy corgan to buy the lineage buy the brand and bring it back in the format that it was and it is now that was a massive risk yeah i mean and you you're really you 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 nailed it because what really all he bought was a brand like that you know I remember, uh, and, and and he was being generous, he was being kind when he said this to me, but, you know, early on, one of our first sort of real conversations was he said, look, the way I look at it is, is you know, I have three assets. I have, you know, the, the name, the brand, uh, the championship, and you, you know, <laughs> and, and it was, you know, and I said, well, you know, the wrestlers, wrestlers are interchangeable, but it's you know but it, yeah like the truth of the matter is that uh he did take a huge risk um i took a huge risk you know I, I, all of us who are involved from the beginning took a risk in the sense that we had to all trust one another and we had to essentially um really sort of portray this idea that we were worthy of carrying the mantle you know in that historical you know with that historical significance because it had you know the brand had suffered the brand had been in in a, in a pretty sort of rough state um and you know the problem with that is that the people who were associated with it at that point in time um intentional or not i'm sure they had good intentions but the 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 impression almost came across as a little bit pretentious yeah, you know, uh, and I was very keen to not fall into that same, you know, bracket. So it really came down to making the effort, uh, really from the beginning, and and I and I mean that across the board, not just in having a good match, right? It's it was in like I made an, I made a point to, with the ten pounds of gold series, like we're gonna we're gonna really go all out on making a compelling kind of dramatic documentary series leading to one match. Now that match might only, it might be happening on an independent show, but we're going to, but the, 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 the thing that ties it all together, you know, the one common thread is the, the title, you know, and is the, and is the, the brand associated with it. Uh, and, and I, and I took that seriously. And I, I think that my, 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 the most rewarding part of all this for me is, is when I run into the old timers who I, you know, who I've, who I admired and revered and who I've studied for hours and hours and hours, who I meet them in at conventions or at shows or whatever. And they come up to me and they go, you're, you're my favorite guy. Like, because you, you know, and I, I, I had a, a chance to, to chat with uh, the Midnight Express, all of them, except Bobby, obviously, um, a few weeks ago. And, and, the, the one common thing that they all said individually was that like you believe in what you're doing like you present yourself in a certain way and i just said well sure i mean to me i guess that was just always my impression of the wrestling business mm. was and and this is and this is this is my this is i mean if if look i don't i don't want to be uh pretentious enough to assume that anyone gives a shit what i have to say as far as uh advice 
but if if i if i could give any young person who wants to get into the business and have any sort of success or certainly have any control of their own destiny let's say that um i would say that the one thing i would say is just remember that the simple rule is if you believe it they believe it like if you don't believe it that's it doesn't matter what else you do like nothing else nothing else matters after that because even if you go out and have an incredible match and you do some incredible spots and they make, you know, they make all kinds of gifs for you and, uh, you know, you're trending and uh, if, if somebody's watching and they can, they, you give them even a, a glimpse, a moment that you're not fully like into this and you're not fully buying what you're doing, like mm. it's game over, you know, like that's the reason they call it selling is because it's you're you know, cause you need to, because you want people to buy. Mm. right you know and that and that and that pertains to every element of this um and i think that that's really to your point about the show selling out being a testament to the brand you know yeah i mean and i will and i will i will go a step further i think it's a testament to to the audience trust uh of of the brand and me and and everyone else who's sort of who's you know worked hard to sort of get us to this point but it's that's really what it comes down to is there was no card announced the only thing you could arguably say they knew was going to be there was the world champion and the championship so it's kind of like that's that goes a long way to explain the trust that the nwa mm. has with their audience i think for me two things to kind of pick up there and we'll move on in the second was in all of the hours of wrestling that's on tv now if you consider you know seven eight hours of wwe seven hours of all elite ring of honor tna whatever the thing about the nwa is it's 45 minutes to an hour yeah. and it's it's such an easy watch you can watch it you get drawn into the to the old school feel of of that product which someone again like you born in the 80s here in the uk we had access to wcw worldwide on a saturday afternoon on itv then the wwf on sky it's what you're missing, I think, from from pro wrestling, which is why it could be resonating with the fans so much because it is that old school feel of of you don't need pyro, you don't need the big stage, you don't need all the glitz and glamour of of, of pay per view. You just need good solid in ring action. And, and I think going to your point, you know, again, like you, I've grown up watching professional wrestling since we high to a grasshopper, and you come across to me like like a rick flair the way you put yourself across the way you suit and boot you you take the style you live the character and cut the promos and as an englishman as well it's it's really inspiring to see a brit making it out there and really representing the country uh on a global stage well that's kind and i think that um certainly i'm not alone in that in that respect uh but i would i would say that I take I, I do take a, a good amount of pride in um, in sort of my generation of Brits uh, in, in in the sense that I remember when I came up um, I started with the Knights and then I started going to drop kicks which is where I met Stu um, you know and Marty and Shah and you know so many guys who went on to to do great things um, <clears throat> and I just remember you know it was. It was sort of understood then that there's really only a couple of spots for Brits, you know, each like, so, you know, there was only a really, I mean, TNA was TNA was, it was 
growing, but it was still. I I I'd, I'd have to I I I wouldn't I'd have to go back and check, but I feel like TNA was maybe it was doing it was on Fox Sports or something by the time I was training. I I, I don't remember. Yeah, but but um, it didn't. It wasn't quite where it was a couple of years later. You know, when it had the spike deal and stuff. Then it felt like a genuine. Then there was like a genuine alternative. You know, there was yeah. another place, and I, and I don't mean that in terms of competition or an alternative to WWE and yada yada yada. I mean, like it was another, like bona fide place to work and make a good living. I can testify to that because I made a good living there for six years. But <clears throat> it was sort of there was this sort of understanding that there's like one token Brit, you know, in WWE, and there's. In TNA, they didn't even have one. You know, it, it, like they had they had brought Doug over, I think, for maybe like the World X Cup, you know, whatever. Um, so, I think you know when when you when you and then you know, if you look now at how every every major promotion has three, four, five, you yeah. know, or WWE being you know double digits of Brits. I think our generation played a big part in that because we just sort of we looked at it and went, "Why not? Why not us?" Like we're we're like we didn't have this mentality of like we we're gonna we're we're different or we're you know we just went no no we can be everything that they are and like the world is getting smaller. I I mean I remember and I don't mean to use this as a vehicle to like trash Russo because I like Vince you know but I remember having a conversation with Russo for example. Um where you know i said vince i really want to sort of get away from the stereotypes you know like it's like i remember sort of dutch mantel coming up to me one day and being like hey can you explain to me the difference between a duke and an earl and i was just like no come on like i don't you know like first of all no i can't second of all neither can anyone else so like what what are we doing like you know like this this is you know, this is just so far off the mark, you know? Yeah. And um, and I remember having this conversation and just kind of, and Vince being like, well, what do you mean you want to get away from that stuff? Like, that's your niche. And I was like, I don't, I don't feel like I, I don't want a niche, right? Like I, and he's like, well, what do you, you know, what do you mean? Like you, you want, like you want to be world champion? And I said, well, doesn't everyone, like everyone here should want to be world champion, shouldn't they? Like and I said, the world is getting smaller. Like we don't have to define. I said you like in your world, like Britain is this small country, right? <laughs> so we all know each other, and we're all. I said, but you know, but to us, it's like, so who gives a shit really that like there's someone else is British? Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. that, that 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 carries that carries you know that might carry you for like a, a few weeks with the audience, but after that, they're like, yeah, be good or don't be good, you know, um, and. So I always just I, I never wanted to sort of rely on that. And I just think that maybe our whole maybe our whole generation just sort of we set the we set the tone for that. Where everyone else who sort of came along after that just sort of went, Yeah, so what? I'm British. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll do certain things that obviously pertain to my training and my style, but we we essentially said we want to be considered the same way that Japanese wrestlers or Mexican wrestlers, right? In that like we like you take Eddie Guerrero, a perfect example, right? One of the greatest mm. of all to ever do it. Mm. He he was a, a phenomenal luchador, but when he came to the U.S., he didn't 
he didn't say, go, okay, I have to come out to mariachi music and only do lucha stuff. You know, it was like, he was like, no, I want to be Eddie Guerrero. You know, like I'm Mexican American. Like, you know what I mean? And he sort of, he really pushed that sort of, you know, he, he blended the two, right? Like, and, and made it into a more, you, you know, user friendly kind of worldwide kind of act that other, that everyone could, to you know could sort of wrap their head around right and and that's and for me i always just i always looked at it tried to look at it from the, you know in the same way and you know i would just go well arnold schwarzenegger is the biggest you know biggest movie star of all time one of them and like he's from a small town in austria <clears throat> like he's not doing every movie in lederhosen <laughs> you know it's like you know come on like anyway um but yeah so i mean i i appreciate the um I appreciate when you know British fans obviously, um, uh, you know, set, set, you know, kind of show their love and uh, and and obviously like the you know they they kind of recognise that I'm representing. But you know that's that's I, I just I, I like I like for our whole generation to take credit in that. I think that's great. I mean, I've worked with Johnny and 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 Doug and Jody and Marty a few times. You know, Will Ospreay to a degree in various promotions here in the UK and, and they all echo exactly what you just said. It's funny. It's like listening to, to the same guy speaking, you know, you all say the same thing, which is great to hear. Um, we are limited on time. So I'm going to scoot forward. I'd love to bring you back on for a round two, because there's so much more that, that I'd like yeah. to talk to you about. Um, before we get to some viewer questions, let's shift gears and quickly talk about Mickey, uh, because you've mentioned NWA and power uh, on August the 28th. How is Mickey feeling? What's going through Mickey's mind as we approach the last 10 days? I'm sure. I'm sure if she, if you were, were to talk to her right now, she would, uh, obviously, in her own inimitable way, she would say the same same kind of things as I'm saying. In the sense of like, it's 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 a lot. You yeah, know? it's it's a it's a lot of work. It's a lot of stress, and um, and and you know, for us as well, it's a, it's a tough position. I mean, for her especially because she's because she's specifically the executive producer for that female show. She's not performing on that show. She's going to wrestle on seventy three, you know, yeah. to, to keep that separation. But it still falls down, you know. It's it's still uh, you're putting yourself in the sort of firing line in the heat position because it's like inevitably there's always going to be someone who's not happy with something, and uh, the the culture of wrestling now that exists, you know, it's it, it's very much uh instead of we're trying to resolve issues you know there's always that risk that people just immediately go public and say this happened that happened you know this, that, 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 you know and i've look i've been on the receiving end of that <clears throat> um you know and, and it sometimes it's justified and sometimes it isn't you know but again it all sort of comes down to like do you want to roll the dice and and have the chance to sort of you know be in that position and make the make the money that comes with it and you know, get the, you know, get the extra responsibilities that come with it and, and all those other things. So I, she's, it, she's, she's navigating these wars. Let's put it that way. Like there's, there's a lot of stuff that's new to her. Um, and in some respects, she's encountering certain things that I have already sort of had experience with just in the sense that, you know, she was in WWE when I was, helping get this whole company off the ground 
so I've sort of got used to the idea of, of like on any given day, yeah, you might have you might have a whole a host of different stuff that you weren't expecting, uh, and it's not a case of just sort of going, oh, well, isn't there a department that does that? No, this is like I I remember um, Brent, who's who's working with Mickey on producing the uh, the, the female show, a great guy. I've known him for a long time, Brent Taring. He early on. He asked me about something. I forget what it was, but it was some sort of production-related question. And he said, uh, "You know, I don't know if you want to run this up the flagpole, you know." And then I said, "I said, well, I said, well what flagpole?" I said, "What you mean, text Billy? Like, <laughs> that's the flagpole? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there, there, there is no you're flagpole. cool. So it's cool. It, yeah, it, there's a lot of stuff where um, it comes down to." And let obviously look, everything goes through Billy. I want to make that point very clear. Like nothing happens at the, with, you know, with this promotion without Billy's awareness and say so and approval. But there are certain things where it's kind of like there's an understanding. Like sometimes if you want to get something done, like you're better off just doing it and figuring it out later than, than, than trying to wait for, you know, or sending another email or sort of trying to set up another meeting to do, to discuss it, because that's really the part that kind of, I'll be honest with you. That's the part that kind of that wears me down is hmm. endless meetings for no reason, you know, and having like, let's have a zoom call. Why? Like, let someone just do it. Like, let's just, someone just do it, you know, and like, or, or I'll just, you know, there's again, maybe because I have, a little more freedom i suppose or a little more I've, I've earned a little more leeway i guess uh for for you know for and sometimes this is a good is a blessing and a curse but there'll be times where i'll just say just i'll do it you know like and and just put the heat can go on me right if, yeah. if someone does you know and because again that's that's again it sort of comes back to what i was saying before like that's that's what you do if you want to be in that position you know you have to be willing to to put yourself in, in the, you know, expose yourself sometimes to the blame as well as the credit. How proud are you going to be on Saturday night backstage when Empower goes on the air? I'll be usually proud, but I mean, I'll be busy as shit too, probably because, I'll be, <laughs> because I'm sure like I, you know, that's the thing on, on uh, Empower. I don't even know specifically what I'll be doing. My guess is I'll most likely be in the production truck uh, producing the announce team. Um, but I can tell you what I won't be doing. I won't just be sitting there watching the monitor. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I will have, you know, so, so it will be a case of, uh, yes, I'll, I'll be doing everything I can to help get, you know, to have everything run smoothly. Uh, and then I'll be, I'll be immensely proud when it's done and it was a success. And I bet you're looking forward to the 30th when you can have a, a well-earned day off. You mean that you mean September the first? September the first, yes, of course. We've got two days of tapings immediately after those. Two days. Yeah, so yeah. And, and and those days are even more grueling than pay-per-views. Not quite. This is not. It's a different level. It's a different t type of like it's it, you know the pressure of a live show is obviously unlike anything else. But um, yeah, look, my for me uh everything's about the 29th for me because the that show was sold predicated on the main event and i have to deliver you know and, and so does trevor
Well, let's talk about the main event because one of our listener questions, we're going to throw it over to the listeners now who have come in. We've got a few. And the first one is from Francis Reyes, uh, the franchise. He says, how scared are you, Nick, going into NWA 73, knowing you could lose your title or end the career of a talent like Trevor Murdoch? There's no, there's, there's no fear, zero fear. That's scared. It's, I mean, that's not, that's just not the way that I approach anything. Um, you know, fear, fear is pointless. You know, there is, it, it, it doesn't, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing that's going to be, nothing's going to make anything, being scared of being afraid or worried about any of stuff isn't going to make any of it go away. Yep. So best form of defense is attack in this respect. So it's going to be an epic main event. Uh, Tom Williams has asked the question, what are your thoughts on the forbidden door being opened? Uh, will we see you take Sweet Charlotte to any other major company in the near future? And are you open to it? I've done it already. Yeah. Like this is, uh, you know, look, bless their hearts. But, you know, these, there are certain fans out there that, that you know, have a short memory. Yeah. Um, and yes, I mean, clearly, I, I mean, I, 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 it's so funny to me that like people would sort of assume that it's up to me. Like, I'm just like, I just want to show, like, I'll just show up at AEW or someone else's show or whatever. Like, it does, no, it doesn't work like that. Like, um, but yeah, look, uh, All In was a, was the, was the sort of ultimate example of the Forbidden Door or whatever you want to call it. Was yeah. it not? It was there were guys from Ring of Honor, the NWA, New Japan, like, you know, impact, I think even had people at that show. So it's, it's like, it, it, yeah, I mean, obviously I've always just said the same thing, make the price right business. And let's put it this way, all out back in, uh, back in 2018, when it happened, what a combination of the first year of the NWA, you and Cody still up there as one of the top five matches in AEW or any wrestling promotion of that period. It was a fantastic match, really classic match. Yeah, um, it was a good piece of business. It really was. A uh, couple of questions and then we'll wrap up. Dan Barnstall um, has asked, do you feel the old school feeling of the of the taping of the NWA has now run its course? Um, do you feel it cl possibly closes them after some fans and sponsors? Now, I, I disagree with that. I think it's the right sort of taping stage for you. But what's your, what's your take on it? A bit of a leading question. It's, a, it's, sort of, it's kind of a... Um, I feel like he's... Um... <laughs> What's the what's projecting maybe? Uh, I, you know, the thing that's always been funny to me about the whole old school thing is like, it's not like we're doing a parody. Yeah. Like, you know, the the we use, you know, the best the company you know uses the best equipment that it that it can you know, that it can based on its budget and the studio style is, is a deliberate move to, for the, for the show, like to be, to be different, not to, it's not like it, we're not trying to do some like, you know, we're not like these sort of trying to do these weird, like civil war reenactments or something like, you know, we're not just sort of like weird historical society who are like trying to sort of cling on to the part. Like it's, it's just a way of going like this, before the before like Monday Night Raw and Nitro, almost all television wrestling was like that. Yep. 
right? Like it's only since then. So it's like, again, it's that sort of weird, like revisionist history that uh, all television wrestling must forever follow the Monday night format of like two hours. And it's got to be like in-ring promos and this and that. And I was like, but when you go for me, um, I, it was not my idea to do a studio show. Um, it, I knew it was something that Billy had always wanted to do. And I fully understood why he wanted to do it because when you, to your point earlier, like you take away pyro and, you know, fancy screens and, you know, huge production and everything like that. Those things are fantastic, by the way. Like I love all that stuff. That's one of the things that drew me to the business in the first place. But when it's every week and it's uh, and and it becomes a sort of it becomes more of the focal point. The personalities are not the focal point. Mm. And if the personalities are not the focal point, then there is no investment. There is no emotional investment in those people. And if there's no emotional investment, there is no payoff. There is no money to be made. Absolutely. So if you can afford to have all that stuff, that's great because hopefully you'll just get people to keep coming back just to sort of be part of this cool, amazing show. Mm. But if, but you know, from from my point of view and and from the point and and I can't speak for the company, but I can you know, but I I think my impression of it is that uh, can't compete on that level. So. How about we try to get people emotionally invested in the personalities? Now, I could concede that there might be, there might be, uh, you know, there's always going to be room for um, evolving the the aesthetics and the presentation. But we've also never really committed that to to saying that this is going to be how it is forever and ever and ever anyway. Um, for example, the the TVs, the, the, the next season of the show is going to look very different from the previous ones because it's going to come from the Chase ballroom. The Chase, the, you know, the whole, the whole sort of basis of doing wrestling at the Chase is so that, and this is something I've said on when I've done non-wrestling media, is if you're a wrestling fan, or if you're a, or a lapsed fan, like the one thing I, I can't, I can't sit here and tell you, but wrestling is subjective. I can't tell you that it's going to be the best show you've ever seen. I can't tell you that it's going to be better than anything else or, or anything like that. But what I can promise is that it's going to be very different to any other show that's been out there. So if you're just kind of curious about seeing something that just feels different, that just has a, that's just a different flavor you know, then give it a shot. And to, and again, to your point, it's the, the show's an hour, you know, and, and the, obviously the pay-per-views will be what they are, but those pay-per-views, are, you know, the guys are going to, you know, everyone is super excited, you know, to come and deliver because most of the guys that are working here are either getting their second go around and they're getting a chance to really prove themselves and tell their story in their own way, or they're young like hungry guys that are trying to like prove a point either way it's a recipe for like a great show but you're gonna see this i mean the the chase is like this 
it's like something out of the great gatsby you know it's this like 1950s like sort of swanky ballroom i mean this hotel hosts presidents and mm. you know it used to have like the rat pack and you know like johnny carson and like dignitaries and stuff stay at this place like just the fact that they were even cool with having wrestling there at all is already like bizarre because it's like it wrestling has changed a lot since the days of the 50s like people sort of don't understand it's so like in the 50s people looked at wrestling the same way they looked at like boxing or baseball or something it was like they the people were people went to the chase they got dressed up nice and they you know the, the guys all you know the men all wore suit suit and ties and and the women all wore nice like gowns and dresses and stuff by the way i would love to encourage anyone who's coming to the chase to dress nice like i'll be fantastic make, wouldn't uh, like let's make it feel special like i don't like i said i i don't i would never i would never uh be that arrogant to say it's going to be better or worse or you know than anything anything else out there because that's up to you like the viewers that's that you're it's a subjective medium there's no such thing as the best wrestler or the best match or the best anything it's your favorite that's it but this will be something totally new and different something and and unless unless you saw wrestling at the chase in the 70s and the 80s or even before that like you haven't seen this before like and for me what's the point of doing pay-per-view if you if you're gonna if you're not gonna do something that's never been done before like i i you know i i've always had the philosophy that pay-per-view should be something that they can that they can't get anywhere else and that's yeah. why they're going to pay for it and this you know this will be it cannot wait it's going to be fantastic already purchased on fight if you want to do it you can august the 28th 29th live on fight internationally uh and uh of course nwa empower on august 28th nwa 73 from august 29th from the chase in st louis beginning of a new era of professional wrestling hopefully at the chase itself nick will be headlining nwa 73 as he puts the world championship on the line against trevor murdoch in what is going to be a fantastic main event uh one last time before we let you go nick set your goals push your limits and leave your legacy sponsored today by legacy sports nutrition at legacysups.com nick it's been a pleasure speaking uh, to you yeah likewise i appreciate it, andy and i appreciate the shout out for legacy uh look i wouldn't I wouldn't i wouldn't have got into that i wouldn't have got into the supplement business if i didn't truly believe in what i was doing and uh and and obviously i'm outside of wrestling that's the other thing that i've really dedicated my life to and so it's it's not a vanity project it's something that i take very seriously and uh we've had customers from all over the world and the feedback has been superb and so um we appreciate anyone who who checks out the stuff i mean the sleep aid in particular recovery pm um, has been just the feedback for that has been off the charts and we're getting ready to move into CBD now, um, you know, which is, which is exciting. So, yeah. Um, but again, I, like, I just want people to know that I didn't just sort of throw my name onto something and go, okay, cool. That's it. Like I, I use all this stuff myself. Mm. Like, uh, you know, it's, I mean, every day I'm using, the products so i i believe in it and uh, and, I, and i appreciate anyone who 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 gives it a try 
there will be a link to the website in the narrative and on the comments of both the video and the audio feed. Please check it out, LegacySubs.com. Uh, you, you can't get a better testimonial than that from Nick Oldis, the, the chap who is using it day in and day out. Nick, stay on the line for me for just a moment. Anything, any last comments before we let you go to the viewers here at the Retro Chat? Thank you in advance if you if you if you're going to purchase the pay-per-views. Uh, but I promise you, if you're on the fence about it, uh, there's a bundle package. I think it's $39.99 for yep. to get both. Um, it's just it's going to be a it's going to be a totally different type of show. Nothing like nothing you've seen this year. And uh, you know the girls are planning to smash it, and they want to you know they they're not here to just sort of have their little show and and you know pat themselves on the back like they want to sort of they want to come back to to the rest of us and say follow that um and uh like i said in the next couple of days you know some other stuff will be uh revealed for for 73 that will that will just to me i think could just really put it over the top as far as like this is a a real piece of history like in a once in a lifetime opportunity to buy on pay-per-view Cannot wait, cannot wait. Nick, all the best from all of us here at Retro Chat for 73. Please send our best to Mickey and to all of the team for NWA in power. Hopefully get to speak to her post-NWA just to find out how the pay-per-view went. And invitation is out there. We'd love to bring you back on uh, to have a chat following the event. Sounds great. Thanks, man. Brilliant. That's it for us. We'll be back a little bit later on with more Retro Chat. Until then, take care, guys. <laughs>